Hey, welcome to foreverfit.tv. I'm Nicola Smith, your online personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach. Today's episode is brought to you by The Online Gym, your complete health and wellness resource, fitness, nutrition and lifestyle advice to help you get in the best shape of your life. Now today on the show, I'm going to be talking all things sugar. I actually got a listener question come in and it was all about um, sugar cravings and how do I get rid of them. So I thought today I'd just go into all of those sorts of things, cover off all of your options so that you can be really clear about what it is that you should be doing when it comes to sugar. So the question goes like this. Hi Nicola, I've decided it's time for me to remove processed sugars from my diet. I'm looking everywhere and it's about sugar-free this and sugar-free that, so I thought I would take the plunge. I eat a diet that's really high in vegetables, good quality fats, fairly clean, very limited grains and good quality protein. However, I've tried to eliminate sugar in the past and I give it a really good shot for about three or four days, but then I usually cave in because of the sugar cravings get so much. Any tips that you had to be able to help me reduce my sugar would be awesomely appreciated. Thanks. Okay, so the thing is, where I'm going to start with this is it's important to know that sugar is something that is one of our natural taste buds. Our body, you know, sweet and sour and sugar and it all comes in. When we have too much sugar in our diet, particularly from refined sugar, this is when those cravings become into overdrive and it becomes incredibly addictive and this is why refined sugared processed sugars are doing so much damage to our health. Now the key is in order to reduce the sugar cravings you want to keep a little bit of sugar in the diet and this is where it might be quite confusing because a lot of the sugar-free diets out there are saying you've got to eliminate everything and initially this approach does work and I've just written a post all about this as well as, as within the first few weeks it's a really good idea to go cold turkey and get rid of all your um, processed sugars, refined sugars, get rid of all of your um, sugars that are coming in from hidden ingredients and get a really clean nutrient dense diet happening. But where then some people go wrong is that they don't add in a little bit of sugar so that the body starts to really crave because it's going through this massive detoxification process and it's going, where's, where's this natural sugar? Or they might go too low carb for what their body needs. So when their body's actually craving some good quality carbohydrates, they're reaching for a sugar source or think that it's the sugar that the body needs. So it can be quite hard to really understand what's going on with the body. And so the key is just to keep a little bit of sugar in the diet. And I'll go into this a lot more. So hopefully by the end of this podcast, you're going to really know what I mean by this and what a little bit actually means. Um, in the question, it also mentions um, not too many processed grains. So I don't quite know what this means in terms of what you're eating. But it's really key to understand that certain carbohydrates, in particular some grains and if it's got gluten in it as well, can trigger excess sugar responses in the body because those types of grains can turn to sugar when they're digested and so then can cause you to crave a lot more sugar later on. So the key is to make sure that you're getting a really good quality diet coming in. You're removing your processed sugars out of your diet. So this is all your packaged foods. And you're starting to eat really good quality, clean produce. And if you are having grains, they're gluten-free grains, and you're getting the good quality fats and the proteins in your diet, then you want to make sure that you're including some healthy fats to replace the processed sugar in the diet. So sometimes our body 
biologically needs these sugars in there and also there's a psychological need for the sugars as well and this can be to do with like your memory and your past experiences with sugar so when you go completely cold turkey you cut out all sugars and therefore your body's not getting enough carbohydrates in because generally what happens is when people go from a high sugar diet to a no sugar diet often they're not getting enough carbohydrates and so they might then suddenly realize that they're on this high protein high fat diet but they're not actually getting the carbohydrates that the body needs but then they blame it on this no sugar and so then they two or three days they break that cycle and they binge on a whole lot of sugar so it can end up being really confusing as to what's actually going on in the body and sometimes we think that you know I mean it's it's hard because there's certain media out there saying that you shouldn't be having you should have absolutely no sugar so that means no fruit no nothing and so this is where it comes down to really understanding your body sometimes when you have processed sugar so um, say you were to have a big bowl of cereal or some lollies and things like that can actually make you crave sugar for days it can leave this residual effect that your body becomes really addictive and you end up just wanting more and more of that sugar but if you're eating whole unprocessed real foods that can be enough to reduce the cravings and to satisfy that urge that the body's wanting and it's enough to give you that little bit of sugar that the brain might need that the body needs but it's not an unhealthy source and it's not going to spiral out a whole lot of other cravings or results from having the processed sugar in your diet you may then want to just check like is your body actually getting enough carbohydrates in it like check are you getting are you getting these cravings say in the mid-afternoon because you didn't have carbohydrates say at lunchtime or have you done a massive workout in the morning and, and you didn't get any carbohydrates in your meal after that workout so you, sometimes those cravings aren't necessarily for the sugar it's because you're not getting enough carbohydrates in there and often what goes hand in hand with people cutting out all sugar is they actually are then reverting to like what I said before is a more of a high protein high fat diet and yes this is okay for some people because if you um, have read a lot of my posts you understand how I talk about metabolic types and some people do well on a high fat high protein diet some people do much better on a high carbohydrate diet so this is where like paleo people might thrive on a um, high fat diet or people doing more of a high, high fat low carb diet these days or versus vegans or vegetarians who are more of a high carb diet but then there's a happy medium of people in the middle and it's all about understanding your body but if you suddenly go from one extreme to the next and you're confusing those sugar cravings for actually your body's need to getting that carbohydrate can be really frustrating you kind of like oh, I don't know what I'm doing or wondering why I can't stay on this track three or four days later and why it's just not working so it's like ask yourself is your body getting enough carbohydrates and where are those carbohydrates coming from and where's the sugar urge coming from like that mid-afternoon sugar urge is that simply because you didn't get well-balanced meals throughout the day and the more you kind of forbid the sugar and the more you restrict the sugar from all forms whether it's healthy or not healthy the harder it is going to be resist this is like psychology 101 the sooner you as soon as you forbid something the more and more you want it it's like if you forbid bad people the more and more you you crave that and you see that with the relationships and with all sorts of other scenarios so the key is to find that balance. 
then you know there's certain ways that you can do it and you know there's quite a huge difference between having a bag of lollies or some really highly processed chocolate or big bowls of cereal compared to a beautiful baked apple with some cinnamon on top of it that's quite a different experience that your body's going to go through but that beautiful baked apple could be enough to reduce your sugar cravings to satisfy the body to give it the carbohydrate it needs and to leave you feeling really content and feeling fantastic versus if you were to reach for something else so there's there's a way to balance out these sugar cravings and it doesn't mean that all sugars are created equal so the key is like you just don't want to restrict and put in the mind that it's forbidden because this can then cause cause a whole lot of binging and this can be a huge kind of un, cause a unhealthy mindset and can cause the like mind to want more of those forbidden foods so you it's about kind of listening to the cravings but understanding what the body needs and learning to eat really intuitively so you know taking a look at what you had for breakfast and what you had for lunch and maybe the stresses that have come onto the bay, the body and how these are affecting the body today. Those afternoon cravings, um, yeah, like I said, they can be a sign that your body's missing carbohydrates from your workout or carbohydrates from your breakfast, or it could be um, something else that's going on with the body. So the next thing to understand is whether or not these are hunger cravings or sugar cravings, because there's a big difference between hunger versus cravings because sometimes cravings occur outside of the actual need for food now you you understand like when you actually get hungry but then when you have a really well-rounded meal you've had good quality proteins you've had some fat you've had some carbohydrates and then you finish that meal and then after that meal like you you're not hungry but you want to keep eating and often that that need for more is is something else that's going on and it's not actually you know it's the need for food and so when you kind of start to look at what's going on with the body and like number one are you balancing your meals right so if you are eating a meal that's too high in carbohydrates so picture a big um, thing of roast potatoes or pasta and that's all that you ate for dinner that might cause you to have a spike in your blood sugar levels and that might cause you to eat more. Or the other way around, you might have a really big piece of steak with some avocado, it's cooked in butter or something like this, and this is a really high-protein fat diet, but then after that, your body's just like, you know, I've eaten so so much food right now, I'm not hungry, but I'm just craving that little bit of extra. So if you were to have cut back that protein, cut back the carb. Um, the fats and to have added a little bit of carbohydrates to that meal maybe at the end of the meal you'd feel completely content and you don't need anything after it so you want to start to play around with how you're structuring your meals and how this affects your cravings because when you get your meal strategy right your cravings are going to reduce because your body no longer kind of needs that food because it's got it throughout that meal but then, but then there's other cravings that can come in as well. And so the, these kind of cravings can be caused from stress and they could be emotional. But the number one cause is so it's stress and that can be emotional, it can be biological. So stress can come from like sleep deprivation, it can come from emotional stress, it can come from biological stress and stress causes cravings. So if you've had a really incredible stressful day, 
then that could be causing cravings after that. But it's about kind of intuitively knowing that that has caused that and that your body um, and that that you might want to satisfy that but with a healthier option. So it's knowing that on this day I have stressed my body normally more than it could cope with and so this is where I might need that beautiful baked apple with some cinnamon on top and a little drizzle of coconut cream doesn't that sound yummy and it might just be enough to make me feel really content satisfied and I don't have those cravings anymore and that doesn't mean that you're going to have that every night that might just mean that on that stressful day where things just got over the top that's what you were able to have versus if you were someone who cut all sugar all things like that then you might not have anything and then you might not have anything the next day but then on that third day you completely break that cycle you binge and you overeat and you end up completely abusing the body because you didn't listen to it and give it that little bit of sugar that it might have needed on that day so emotional triggers can be something and environments can be something that can also trigger cravings so understanding that stress can cause it so the way that your day may have turned out can cause those cravings but also things like when you go to the movies, that kind of emotional scenario where you're smelling those foods or it might be watching the rugby on the weekend and having chips with that kind of environment as well. And those kind of things can also trigger cravings for foods or it might be um, Friday wines or there's always different scenarios that are going to trigger different responses and this is where it comes down to you learning what your triggers are and finding strategies to be able to cope with them. So, it's, And then you want to start to, um, number one, find strategies to cope with them, but also you're wanting to start to begin with until you gain the strength to avoid those situations that might provide you with those triggers. Or you're wanting to give yourself something else to take your mind off it. So if, for example, it's Friday night drinks, it might be something else that you're changing that habit to a Friday night walk or some yoga with some friends or you're still getting that catch up but you're changing the response that you're getting with that pe- with people or it might be simply that instead of going out for drinks, people come around to your place for a barbecue and you're providing the drinks and it's no alcohol or just mixing it up so that you can change the environment so that you have more control over what's in front of you. So when you had that controlled environment, and this goes the same for your house. If your house is filled with processed foods, junk food, and all these options for you to eat sugar, it's going to be a lot harder for you to resist. But when you remove that temptation and you control the environment that you're in, you're going to be able to make much healthier choices. So, for example, if you're someone who um, always wants to have ice cream after dinner and you just can't seem to break that habit... Often people think they've just got to go cold turkey to start with. And this, to me, is kind of a recipe for disaster. And this is where people end up breaking, you know, three to four days on the track. And then they just give up because they're just like, oh, it's no use. I tried that tried that a wee while ago and it didn't work. So it's that's not my thing. And they just give up because they don't have the the strength to see it through or just to understand what's going on with their body. And so first you want to start with the habit of switching switching the good sorry the bad for the good so if you're you are someone who has ice cream after dinner or some kind of unhealthy refined sugar after dinner 
switch that for a healthier form of sugar so maybe it's the baked apple maybe it's a fresh apple maybe it's some berries and some um maybe it's something else but it's a healthier real food option you're having that after dinner and so you're replacing it with good quality real food and then maybe later down the track you can address whether or not you're actually hungry for that baked apple or for that um, those berries and you can actually work out whether or not it is something that you should be eating but some people you know just going cold turkey and cutting out all sugar it's really hard for you to break that habit and that's where that binging kind of happens. So you want to resolve one habit at a time, one step at a time, and give yourself the options and work out what the emotional triggers are that come with those um, food responses. And so then you want to change those emotional triggers that are being put in front of you. So another thing that you may like to do is in the evening, say if you are reaching for that um, the ice cream or for the baked apple but you're wanting to change that response maybe it is this time that you're changing what you're actually doing so if you're sitting there thinking about the food or thinking about eating more maybe this is the time where you change the habits instead of sitting in front of the tv and thinking about the food this is the time that you might walk or call a friend or just move your mind away from the food and distract it and this can be quite hard to do within the moment but when you just do it step by step and you start to find that new habit or that routine to change your thought process. And for me, what works really well is, that, is in this time, this is when I'll eat dinner and I might eat dinner, the dinner on my plate. And all I'm wanting is to go get seconds or I'm wanting to have some dessert. But the habit is what I've installed is to boil the jug, pour a glass of um, hot herbal tea and then start drinking that tea if you know 20 minutes later after I've been drinking that herbal tea and I've still got this urge for something sweet that's when I might then go for the baked apple and I allow myself to do that but I'm not getting confused with just getting in the momentum of eating and I'm allowing my body to work out whether or not it's satisfied hungry cravings and then um Nine times out of ten, that craving will disappear because my body's become satisfied from that meal. But then, you know, every now and then, that's when you do have something sweet after your dinner. And you allow yourself to have that and you don't beat yourself up because you've break, broken the sugar detox that you're on. So we, and often this can happen, so even, it might not be a herbal tea that you're having, it might be that you're heading out for this walk. But then when you get back from that walk, you still have this kind of craving. And so this is where you just don't want to beat yourself up. Forgive yourself, but understand where the craving's coming from and understand the habits that you're creating and choose the healthier option. And little by little and step by step, this is when you're going to start to get more in tune with what your body needs and what, what's going on with your body. And you're able to make much wiser choices for you and what works for you. Because it's about living a really healthy, balanced life. Fruits are there to be eaten. We want to get things in balance. Um, but when you do have a diet that's really high in sugar, processed foods, your body does crave more of that sugar. But when you replace that with some healthier options, you're able to satisfy its natural need and its natural taste for sugar. But you're not overdoing it. And then it's, there are going to be times when you need a little bit more and you, and you can do a little bit less. But it's just finding that really healthy balance. If it's something that you really want to try and there's a treat that you have every now and then, again, enjoy that treat. Don't beat yourself up. 
enjoy every bite of it and then you're back on track the next day and you're just not seeing it as a big problem or it's just about that whole when you go cold turkey and you forbid something and then you end up binging and then you're like oh this is useless I'm no good at this and that sugar thing's just a that's that advice is no good whereas it's about getting a real food um, healthy balanced lifestyle and this is where all of this information comes in. So then you want to make sure that you're working on your willpower as well. So often when we remove problem foods, we don't actually remove the triggers that are associated with them. And so this can then lead to um, constantly thinking about that food because those triggers are still coming in. Um, And so you want to then make sure that you're looking at all the different possible options that could be causing that um, craving and that could be causing you to be get really obsessive over that food and then you can find healthier options you can find different ways to set your routine up and different little habits to make that much easier and the thing is you just don't want to let this no sugar thing like completely going cold turkey and not allowing yourself to have any fruit any carbohydrates to become this emotional trap that sits on your shoulders because then all you want to do is eat things like that and you become mentally unhealthy and obsessed with the food and it's about creating real health it's about creating a healthy lifestyle and as soon as you forbid something then you're going to end up like I said overeating and eating the wrong stuff so certain people have different metabolic types And some people do better on a more carbohydrate-based diet, and some people do better on a more protein-fat-based diet. The key is understanding what your body does best on. And this is what I do have in the online gym. Good questionnaires to help you understand where you sit with your meal strategies and to give you options so you can really start to fine-tune your diet and find out what works for you. So if you're someone who does better on... Um, a more of a carbohydrate-based diet, so you're heading more towards, you know, Mediterranean, um, vegan sort of diets, but you do well in maybe a little bit of meat, but if then you're trying a kind of a high-fat, low-protein diet, your body's genetically going to be going, I need more carbohydrates because this is what my metabolism is made up for. And then if you go the other way, it can just end up being this constant battle. But when you find the food that really works for you and you find the balance and you're able to satisfy your body needs, this is when you start to find that real energy. You start to gain the freedom in your food choices. You don't have to obsess over calories. You don't get these cravings and you just start to find a really good balance with the foods that you're eating. The next thing to understand is the way that different things can affect your cravings as well. And when you get like lack of sleep, this can have a huge impact on your sugar cravings. So sleep makes you produce serotonin, which uses GABA, and this is one of your inhibitory transmitters, and this is what makes you feel satisfied when you eat food and helps to reduce your cravings. So if you don't get good quality sleep, this is going to affect this balance. Not only that, it affects your insulin, and it can just cause you to crave sugar throughout your day. And so when you have times of physical stress or you have times when you lack sleep, 
understand that that's going on in your body and don't beat yourself up on it. Let yourself have some extra carbohydrates on those days and recognize where those cravings are coming from and just understand intuitively this is what my body needs on this day. This doesn't mean that you've broken um, you know, your diet rules and restrictions and now that you're, you're a bad person. This means that you're intuitively understanding what's going on in your body what's happening internally, what my body needs on this day so that it can feel better. And when you balance this out and you start to really listen, this is when you get rid of your binging and you get rid of overeating and undereating and you just really start to recognize your body, finding the balance and you get in tune with what's going on. It can also help you kind of forgive when you do eat things because often we might be like, oh, all I need is some chocolate today. And um, if you put these big barriers up that you're never allowed this, but then on these days when this is exactly what your body needs, it's craving some extra magnesium, it's craving that little bit of sugar, and it's that little handful of it is exactly what your body needs to make it feel great. And when you allow it to have that and you enjoy every bite, you're getting away from you know, that unhealthy mindset that's around food, and you're really starting to... Um, get a healthy balance and choosing foods that work for you. So the other thing to understand is that certain foods as well can contain like different amino acids and when you're lacking things like tryptophan or the um, GABA producing minerals, this can affect where your cravings are coming from too and if you're lacking magnesium, this can cause different cravings as well. So when you Get into eating whole real foods and you're providing your food with real quality nutrients and nourishment and you're taking care of your digestive health. You're doing everything you can to make sure that your body is absorbing the nutrients that you're delivering it. If you're constantly eating foods that's processed and packaged and you've got poor digestive health, you're always going to be craving sugars, sweets, and you're always going to have these highs and lows in your moods. So... It's about finding that balance and being really patient with your body and understanding that it's a journey. It takes a long time to get off um, like refined sugars and it takes a long time for your body to heal digestively. But if you try and do things really quick and you try and do things overnight, this is where you're going to end up binging, you're going to end up yo-yoing, you're going to end up being really disappointed and in a really unhealthy mindset around food, around exercise, around life in general. And we want to gain real health, remember? We want to gain real energy. We want to feel motivated into our day. And this is understanding how your body works and starting to get really in tune with what's going on. So we want to start to break away from like forbidding foods and we want to like stop binging and going you know if you were to cut all carbohydrates and all sugar for one day then you can see what would happen three or four days down the track you're just going to end up overeating because your body's going to need some form of it so this is where you start to introduce your good quality fruits and vegetables and making sure you're getting all of these into your diet now, a good healthy balance. So now you're probably wondering, okay, I get it. I need to be making sure I'm eating good quality real food and making sure that I'm getting that balance in. So this is where you allow yourself to have two, two pieces of fruit per day. You allow yourself to have good quality starchy vegetables into your diet. 
And what amount of this is going to be dependent on you. If you are lacking sleep, you're quite stressed at the moment, you may need to have that starch in every single meal. But then as you start to um, get more balance into your day, you start to chill out a bit more and relax, you can cut that back and you might find that you only need starch after your um, workout or once every um, second day or in one of your meals. But you are finding that balance that exactly your body needs. You might find that you do well just with fruit um, and you don't need that much starch. Um, every single one of us is different and it's important for you to fine-tune your diet. And I guess this is why I've got all this information in the online gym. It just helps you really understand what's going on with your body so you can just start to make wiser choices. The key is don't yeah, forbid yourself from fruits because fruits are incredibly healthy but in saying that, that that doesn't mean that everybody does well on fruits if you're somebody who doesn't then you've got to still ensure that you are getting enough carbohydrates for what your body needs and that may mean that it's just you know half a cup every day or you may be somebody which is equivalent to maybe um, about 50 grams of carbohydrates or you may be somebody who needs closer to 200 grams of carbohydrates which might be two cups of some form of healthy starch with a piece of fruit throughout your day. And this is where it just comes down to understanding your metabolic type, understanding your workload, your stress, understanding um, what's going on in your body at this time, on this day, and not putting yourself into a black and white box and really forgiving yourself and understanding where cravings are coming from, understanding what your body needs um, and the choices that you'll make. So I hope <laughs> that has all made sense and I hope it's given you some clarity when it comes to sugar. And it's not black and white. It's not, there is no one perfect diet for anyone. But when it comes to going sugar free, it is absolutely fantastic. And you want to be getting sugar out of your diet. So refined sugar out of your diet. But then don't be confused by that and think that that's now low carb and um, that you cut out all fruit and everything else. Having allowing yourself to have a treat once a week, having two to three pieces, sorry, two pieces of fruit per day and some starch into your diet is part of a really well balanced diet. And this is what it's all about. And when you start to find this um, clarity in exactly what your body needs, this is when you start to gain freedom. You let go of all the emotional baggage and the unhealthy obsessed mindset around food and you're able to make much wiser choices with your body and starting to create really good great days that inspire you so i hope you found that useful make sure you get in touch if you've got absolutely any questions for me at all let me know if you want a topic that you want me to discuss on next week's show just let me know otherwise i hope this was useful and use this information to empower you to continue to lead your life with energy and purpose. Until next week, let's take this information and continue to become forever fit. Do you lack time? Are you just too busy to exercise? Do you struggle even to find the energy or the motivation to exercise? Then get ready to take your health to a new level in the comfort of your own living room. Fat-burning workouts as short as 8 minutes. Yoga routines to de-stress and sculpt and tones to help you create a lean, strong body. Learn how you can create real health and wellness with VIP nutrition and wellness advice in the online gym. 
Here you will find over 400 video workouts from yoga, tai chi, high intensity interval training, scalp and tones, mobility routines, extremes, and so much more. New workouts added weekly, along with cooking classes, menus, meal plans, webinars, and over 500 recipes to help you get in the best shape of your life. Sign up today at foreverfit.tv forward slash online dash gym. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.